The story behind the story. In faith, culture, news, and entertainment. This is this is Billy Hallowell. Welcome to the Billy Hallowell Podcast. I am excited today to dive into the book of James a little bit more. We have gone into James 1, James 2. Here we are with James 3. And the interesting thing about James chapter 3 is that the majority of the book actually talks about, or the chapter rather, taming the tongue, watching what we say to other people. And I know for me, this has been a struggle in my own life, and I know a lot of us struggle with it, especially when we might think quick on our feet and we may not actually think deeply about what we're saying before it comes out of our mouth. We just kind of say it. And that's kind of one of those qualities, you know, that some people are just really reserved and quiet, um, or they maybe are, are very vocal. And when you're very vocal, it's very easy to not tame your tongue. So let's talk about what that really means, taming the tongue. Now, we see in James 3, verses 3 through 5, some really important elements. So I'm going to read it. It's a little paragraph here, but listen. It's very important. When we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we can turn the whole animal or take ships as an example. Although they are so large and driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder, whether the pilot wants to go, wherever the pilot wants to go. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. And so... James 3, 3 through 5, really talks about the fact that the tongue is this small organ, but that it can actually drive the entire ship. It can it can make us go in, a, in any direction that we choose to go in by, by how we misuse or use our tongue. And I think in our own lives, we could probably remember moments, and maybe we've had a recent one, where we've said or we've heard something that really has set off anger or frustration. Maybe we're the source of that anger or frustration. Maybe we've used our tongue to say something improper. Maybe somebody has said something to us, a terse word, um, some kind of chaotic, mean-spirited thing that has sparked chaos. So we know how powerful words can be. We tell kids, sticks and stones will break your bones, but words will never hurt you. The reality is words can hurt. And again, the tongue is a small rudder, but it can speak life or inflict pain. And that is really a central piece of James 3. Now, the language goes on to say some really interesting things. When you get to verses 5 and 6, I'm going to read them to you. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. The tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire, and is itself set on fire by hell. I don't know. There are very few verses in the Bible that elicit the kind of imagery that that does, the idea that our entire lives can be inflamed by what comes out of our mouth, I think is not only an important reminder, especially in our divided times, but an essential piece of scripture that I always find myself coming back to. Because what we say, what we text, what we write, how we communicate, whether it's with our tongue or the message we're putting out, is so incredibly important to giving a lens into the people we are, to also giving a lens into the hearts that we have. It, it can set, again, our entire world on fire. So when we consider the evil we can inflict on others and ourselves when we speak with hatred or anger, it really can be a convicting process. So this language really forces us to think about the pain. What pain have we caused others? How do we prevent that pain? How do we stop ourselves from diving in with saying things that are improper and hurtful. And so you can go through the whole entire chapter, James 3, and I would encourage you to do this. But we're we're called also to to really 
avoid restless evil, and we're told that our tongue is full of deadly poison. Those are other pieces that we've got to consider in this. Now, we also want to make sure that we look at James 3, 9 through 12. And it reads, with the tongue, we praise our Lord and Father, and with it, we curse human beings who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth comes praise and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this should not be. Can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? My brothers and sisters, can a fig tree bear olives on a grapevine bear, and, a bear, and a grapevine bear figs? Neither can a salt spring produce fresh water water. So you can read all of James chapter 3, specifically look at James 3, 1 through 12. You can head over to Biblica to check that out or Bible Gateway. But these are just important lessons for us. And I think it's important after you listen to this, and I know I'm going to do this in my own life, sit down, pray, ask God how you can live better the way that James 3 calls us to live, how we can interact, speak, and also how we deal with those around us who speak to us in a way that we feel violates the truths held in James 3. I hope you enjoyed this edition of the podcast. Please tune in next week for another episode of the Billy Hollowell podcast. You can go to billyhollowell.com for more daily inspiring content. Thanks for listening to the Billy Hollowell podcast. Visit Billy on Facebook or Twitter at Billy Hollowell for more on faith, culture, entertainment, and plenty more.